0: The theme of the book in the Bible with the
1: title, The Song of Songs, is Satisfaction of Satisfactions. This book portrays the four stages in the experience of the lover of Christ and can be summarized by the following four sections. First section, a lover of Christ should be one who is attracted by his love and drawn by him in his sweetness to pursue after him for full satisfaction. Then the second section of this book is, a lover of Christ should be one who is called by him to be delivered from the self through his oneness with the cross of Christ. The third section, a lover of Christ should be one who is called by him to live in ascension as the new creation of God in the resurrection of Christ. And then the final section of the book of the Song of Songs, a lover of Christ should be one who is called by him more strongly to live within the veil through his cross after the lover's experience of his resurrection. This is Matt Miller with Dick Taylor for another Song of Songs Life Study radio program. Dick, welcome back to the studio here.
2: Uh, Thank you, Matt. It's good to be back, and hallelujah for the Song of Songs.
1: It's really good, Dick, how each one of these sections in the book start with a lover of Christ. Oh, yes. And today we're going to talk about the picture from the Song of Songs, which describes a loving seeker of the Lord Jesus Christ who is living in ascension by discerning the spirit from the soul. Could you set the stage a little bit for our listeners before we go to Witness
2: Lee? Well, this is a big point in our Christian life, Matt, because uh, Christ, after his death and resurrection, became a life-giving Spirit. And when we believed into him and called on his name, where did he come? He came into our spirit. So there's a very critical need for us to discern between the soul and the spirit, I was thinking of the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews is a book where the believers were not clear about Christ, weren't clear where he was, weren't clear that he was on the mount. He was in ascension. He was in resurrection, not only in Lebanon, but on (laughs) Amana. And he is the wonderful, life-giving spirit who's within our spirit. Yet they reverted back to their past, lived in their soul, And they were wondering and wandering and uh, questioning and reasoning and had no part in God's economy. So the Lord was calling them, calling them out of the soul into the spirit to follow him. And we can see by this wonderful picture of how the Lord calls his lover. And I like what you said. All four sections show a lover of Christ. But sometimes as a lover of Christ, we fall into introspection just looking at ourself, wasting all our time looking on our good self, bad self, complicated self. We're stuck in the wall of the self, and we try to get the Lord stuck in there too. But the Lord calls us away, and to be stuck in the self is just to be stuck in the soul. So the Lord needs to bring us into his economy. The center of his economy is our mingled spirit. So he wants to call us not only to Lebanon, but to Amana, the high peak. This is Christ in ascension, and this is the new creation in resurrection. So we want to be those who are a lover of Christ, not stuck in uh, ourself and uh, in the introspection related to the self. But we want to be those who are able to be one with the Lord in our spirit, follow him wherever he may go. For the sake of his testimony, we are lovers of Christ.
1: Dick, uh, this is a really good start to today's program, and I'd like to read a couple verses from the Song of Songs that tells us uh, where we're coming from related to this wall. That's in uh, chapter 2, verse 9, and that says, My beloved is like a gazelle or a young hart. Now he stands behind our wall, he's looking through the windows, he's glancing through the lattices. So there's a separation there. Yes. And then we go on to where we are today, which is in chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. This will be our introduction to our, our program today. You are altogether beautiful, my love, and there is no blemish in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. With me from Lebanon, come. Look from the top of Amana, from the top of Sinir and Hermon from the lion's den, from the leopards' mountains. Let's go to Witness Lee for today's life study.
3: Chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Please turn to that. Verses 7 and 8. You are altogether beautiful, my love, and there is no blemish in you. She is so beautiful to the Lord, and she is the Lord's love in the eyes of the Lord. At that time, there's no blemish in you. Come with me. This is the calling. Come with me from where? From Lebanon, the high mountain, signifying resurrection. Then from resurrection there, you entered into ascension. Don't forget where he was. He was in a wall, and that was signifies the introspective self. Her introspection concerning herself built a wall to seclude him in it, and the Lord was without. Now the Lord said, "Come, let's go to have a travel. Where? Not in the wall." It's too low, but in a high mountain, Lebanon. The war is a down place, down in the south. Lebanon is an up place, up, up. That's the top of resurrection. And uh, the top of the resurrection is just ascension. Christ, dead, then rose up, resurrected, red right wait, He's Ascension. Lebanon. In Christ's ascension, there is the indication of his victory. All the enemy destroyed. This is indication of Christ's ascension.
1: Dick, this is a good point to stop and talk about this experience of this Lord's loving seeker from chapter 2, where we have the wall, which is the introspective self separating the seeker from the Lord. And now we come to chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, where we being called from Lebanon to a higher place.
2: I was just thinking the lower place, the wall, our experience in the wall is just altogether wrapped up with looking at ourself. And probably one of the biggest problems in our Christian life is being occupied with self. And uh, even we want to be an achieving Christian. We want to go on, but we're all together wrapped up in the self. So that's why in God's economy, it's so good that in God's economy, you have his plan, which is to fill us with Christ, his way is by dispensing nothing but Christ into us. His goal is to make us the enlargement of Christ. The point here is that Christ is the center, reality, and everything in God's economy. So the main need is not to look at yourself, but it's to look away. And this Christ is not only incarnated, he's not only crucified, he's not only resurrected, but he is ascended. And ascended means uh, he is the victor over all problems, even over all enemies. He is on the highest peak, and he is the highest peak. So in ascension means that we're one with the problem-free Christ. Ephesians 1, it encourages us to pray that we would receive a vision, even of the fourfold power that raised Christ from the dead, seated him in the heavenlies, far above all rule and authority, subjected all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church. This is surely the power of his ascension. So God's calling us, the Lord as our bridegroom and lover is calling us to be with him, not on the earth, but in the heavens, in ascension, not only just on Lebanon, but even in Amana and Sinir. So we want to be those who are one with him. And that's why in the book of Hebrews, as I mentioned earlier, the believers were just on the earth looking at the self, in the soul. And the Lord said, uh, look away. By chapter 12, he says, looking away unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Uh, our need as Christians is to get our eyes off ourselves and get our eyes on Christ, not just the Christ who lived here 2,000 years ago or who was just crucified or was just resurrected, but he's ascended. He is the victor. <laughs> and if we see this, our lives will be filled with praise and our enemies will be under our feet. I was just thinking of 2 Corinthians It says, uh, Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in the Christ. This Christ, who is not only resurrected but also ascended, is the victorious Christ. So as a lover of Christ, we need to be those who, rather than spend all our time as on woe is me, we need to spend all our time on praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Christ is victor.
1: Well, amen, Dick. Let's go on. There's a real practical uh, section coming up here with Witness Lee and I want to read a verse from the New Testament to lead into it. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 tells us that the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. Amen. Without blame at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dick let's go on and see this matter of God's economy in saving us and the need to discern our soul from our spirit.
3: Why to live in ascension needs our discernment of the spirit from our soul. Why? By our experience to live in ascension, you are a new creation. And you are a new creation in living in ascension, in resurrection. Of course, no resurrection, no new creation. We do have a spirit, and we do have a soul, there's a self, and we do have a body. God's economy in saving us is firstly to regenerate our spirit. God regenerated our, that spirit not only to make it alive, but God did this by imparting Himself into our spirit as the element, so our regenerated spirit, made alive spirit, now does have a new element. That is the divine element. Divinity comes in, and this is something new. All the rest, how about the soul, are oh, still old. That's why the soul after we regenerate need to be transformed. To transform. Gradually, step by step. Then, how about our body? Our still old. This old man's body. Our body need to be uh, consumed, not to decay. That is not the best translation. This is in Second Corinthians chapter four. Our body need to be consumed and renewed day by day. And this renewing is going on on and on on and on until this renewing reaches its peak. That is the transfiguration of our body. That is the redemption of our body. Now, let's talk about the spirit and soul. Okay. You are a safe person. You have two men. The new man is in your spirit. And the old man is in your soul. Regardless whether good or bad Right or wrong Whatever you do If you do it In your soul That means You live by the old man Okay, for instance You love a brother You help him If you love him and help him Not in the spirit But in your soul Just in yourself This is a good thing But Firstly You have to remember Whatever you do Before doing, we must pray, Lord, I feel this mother's good. i like to help him. How about you, Lord? You like it? Let me tell you, where is the Lord now? He's in our spirit. Then in your spirit, you have the sensation that the Lord is happy. That is an indication that the Lord wants you to do it. Then you do it in your spirit. And this is... To love a brother by the Spirit.
1: I think I like Witness Lee's practical example here of how to love a brother by the mingled Spirit. And uh, I wondered if you could talk more about this experience. This is a practical application of this truth we're talking about here from the book of Song of Songs.
2: I, I was just thinking when, even when you just now asked me the question, uh, Matt, I was thinking that thank the Lord that when Christ came into us, according to Second Timothy one seven, because He came into us and He is love, now our spirit is a spirit of love. So Christ, the Person, is now residing in our spirit. His desires to make home in our heart, but. Our soul oftentimes is independent of our spirit, so it's just our own effort, our own energy, even our own fallen so-called love. We can't really love anyone properly. So we need to love people by and in and with the spirit, the spirit of love, which is just Christ himself loving in us and through us. And I was thinking of marriage. I've been married you know, over 42 years now, and my wife and I are so grateful to the Lord that we're not just, uh, you know, here trying to love one another with just an empty human virtue in the soul called the human love, because that virtue is not strong, not dependable, and uh, is easily broken. But thank the Lord for Christ in our spirit as the reality of love, and he's given us a spirit of love so we can love one another by exercising our spirit. And many times, you know, if I'm speaking with somebody, my deep burden is, Lord, when I'm speaking to this one, may you be imparted into them. Just not something that I'm doing, something I'm carrying out, but you as love, as life, would be Imparted into them. Give them life, Lord. Give them food. So thank the Lord for Christ living in our spirit in order to love others, in order to give them life, in order to give them food. Like in Matthew 24, it says our prayer should be, give them food. That's what the Lord would like to find us doing when he comes back. We would be faithful stewards who are giving the other believers food always giving other people Christ. This means we need to be very exercised. Lord, uh, save me from myself. I want to be one spirit with you. And this was a big prayer of our brother Lee. And that means to practice one spirit with the Lord means that we are one with the one who is love, one with the one who is life. He's the real food. And when our are speaking, we're behaving, whatever we're doing is just Christ flowing out for the sake of God's economy.
1: Dick, that's a good lead into our final section here where it uh, talks about this very matter of living by another life. And I'd like to read a verse in the New Testament that summarizes it, I feel like. It's Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live. Amen. But it is Christ who lives in me. Amen. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith. Amen. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Let's go back to Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life
3: study. The lovers of Christ have learned that our old man, including our soul, has been crucified, finished. I, the old man, have been crucified. It is no more I that live, but another man. And this other man, you may call him Christ. So when you live by the other man, that the new man, you are in the spirit. Don't forget, your spirit is connected with the heaven, by God and the spirit. So in your soul you are on the earth. In your spirit, you are in heaven, in ascension. Now you live. In ascension, this requires you to be absolutely living, acting, moving, doing things in your spirit. Now, you must learn how to desire your spirit. When you live this way, in your spirit, that is new creation. When you live in your spirit, in ascension, you are the new creation, absolute new. So here, living... In your spirit, you live in ascension. You live as the new creation. You live as a person in resurrection. You need to deserve. Very much needed. Don't say this too, too hard. It is all together, not too hard. It's so easy. Just practice this one thing, which I practice for quite a long time. But sometimes, even after practicing that much, sometimes I forgot. Forgot what? to incur of God. Always you have to incur of the Lord. Lord, this is I. Only are you with me. Is this you in my spirit? Just in your spirit, you have deep sensation. The Lord is happy. The Lord is smiling to you. But if it is not of the Lord, after you incur right away in your spirit, you have the darkness. It seems, it seems the sky is closed. No word can explain, but you do have the sensation. This practice is most important.
1: Well, Dick, I'd like to say amen about this practice of inquiring of the Lord being so important. And I'd like to ask you to develop that a little bit before we go off the air today.
2: Yeah. Well, again, another way that our dear brother Lee was a real pattern to me was just observing him, especially always beseeching the Lord that he would be one spirit with him, whatever he did, which is in principle the same practice, inquiring of the Lord, that what I do, what I say, my behavior would not just be of me from my soul, but would be in my spirit in resurrection, in ascension, one with Christ in the heavenlies. And so uh, I don't know exactly what to say about this, except that we just need to pick this up and all the time practice, which means a lover of Christ is somebody who is utterly and desperately depending on the Lord all the time. And this kind of practice causes us to depend on the Lord and not live independently of Him. So that what we do, whether loving someone speaking to them, carrying out some kind of activity, we would do it one with the Lord in resurrection and in ascension. This is the only way that we can cooperate with the Lord in his economy. So thank the Lord for this practice of inquiring and being one with him so that our life is just Christ. Like Paul said in Philippians 121a, for to me to live is Christ for to me to speak is Christ, for to me to listen is Christ. In everything, we'd be exercised to depend on our bridegroom as a lover of Christ. And in this way, we're practicing to live in resurrection, in ascension, for the sake of his expression and his victory in his economy. Well, Dick, we've run
1: out of time. Thanks for coming in and doing this program with me today.
2: You're welcome, Brother Matt.
1: And thank you also for joining us. We really hope and pray that this program has helped to bring you up from the low self to the high place of resurrection and ascension. Amen. And that uh, you'd call us to get more information about the Life Study of the Song of Songs and all the other materials that we offer by calling us at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Or you can write to Living Stream Ministry, P.O. Box 2121 anaheim california 92814 or just send email to radio at lsm.org on behalf of dick taylor this is matt miller thanks for listening today and stay with us as we continue on with the life study of the song of songs
0: Witness Lee's remarkable commentary on the life of Abraham, taken from the life study of Genesis, is now available from Living Stream Ministry in a single volume entitled Abraham Called by God. Abraham Called by God by Witness Lee is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling 1-888-543-3788.